What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Hani Rambot. I'm here with my co-host, David, and we are all about Q&As. So today is a Q&A day, question and answer. How's it going, brother? Good. How are you? Good, okay. man. Good, good, good. It was a great week. We had the Chicago Pro. We had the, the Chicago Pro wrap-up, and mm -hmm. now we are doing the Q&As. All these Q&As were compiled either through YouTube, uh, so on the comments, or yep. my Instagram page, or on Facebook. So for all of you that want to know how to get their questions answered, go to one of those three places, check out social media and make sure you post because I'll take screenshots and then we'll go ahead and share them here. And that way we'll be able to fulfill your question and answer <laughs> needs. So, <laughs> um, let's get this party started. All right. First one coming up from Harris underscore MHD. Uh, why is Evagen not sold at bodybuilding.com? Wow, you went straight for the jugular on this right. one. Wasted All no right. time. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, that one's a little bit of a controversy. So what ended up happening with bodybuilding.com and Evagen uh, and myself in, the, on, in that matter, uh, the fact is that we ended up doing a trainer, I guess we'd call it. It was like an online trainer. Mm -hmm. And it was a promo for Evagen. And I did an FST seven online trainer and the trainer was supposed to be free. And I went there, I shot it for three or four days and did the whole thing, uh, did the sets, the reps, the whole training protocol, everything. And it was supposed to be designed so that you go, Hey, look, this is the information. And if you'd like to use the products that I recommend, obviously are the products that I created and they were dialed in together and they shot everything, took everything. And then literally like a couple of weeks after everything was produced, mm -hmm. they sold it. <laughs> and everybody knows back then it was never supposed to be for sale. Yeah. It was never. And, and I know that they were having their own financial situation. Mm -hmm. So obviously it left a really bad taste in my mouth because it was never for sale. Everybody knows like up to this point, even now, I still haven't even released any of my information on my personal site. Like I don't don't eBooks. I don't do, um, you know, I don't have my app, at least not yet. I've been working on some different things in the back end, which will be coming very soon. So for those of you that are interested and have you seen some of the things that I've done and you want more FST seven or want to work with me, you can go to my website. You can sign up so that when, when I do do something and I do have availability, you can go to honeyrambod.com and put your email address and you'll be notified. But years ago, when bodybuilding.com and I were, uh, you know, on, on really good terms, they were selling Evagen and we did really well, but this was a major thing and right. they didn't want to turn around and they didn't want to sway off of it. And they said, well, we're having problems. And even though we were supposed to be doing this for free, uh, we've changed our mind and uh, we have some small print here. Um, I got a call from Aaron Stern. I got a call from a bunch of other people, other athletes at the time that had gone through a similar situation at the time. And they're like, mm -hmm. they're selling everybody's programs. These programs that when they were with other brands, I believe she was with either Dimatize or whoever else she was with, but all these people, there was, there was this controversy going on that these programs were designed to be for free. Right. And now they took them and they put them behind a firewall. And the bottom line was that they did that. And instead of it getting into the whole legal battle and, and spending a ton of money on lawyers and then ending up, you know, having to, to, uh, go through the pain of all of that. I just said, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm, I'm just, we're done. Yeah. And, yeah. And they said, what do you mean we're done? I said, we're done. 
we're done. I don't, I don't want my brand represented through you anymore. I don't want you selling my products. And therefore that was one of the reasons why I pulled out of bodybuilding.com because when you, I'm about integrity. And, and when you say, Hey, look, I am going to turn around and I'm going to give you this free trainer so that your members and your customers can look at this and then be able to utilize all of these training techniques and all of this information. Right. It was supposed to be for free. I didn't make a dime out of it. I still haven't made a dime out of it. They're mm-hmm. still selling it on their oh, site. God. <laughs> you know, and and I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, I, I think it was a, a really bad decision on their part. But, you know, I know that they were having bad financial situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, it was one of those things that I said, hey, look, if you're going to have that, then then I'm going to take my brand and, I, and you know, we're going to basically pull out Always. of. Uh, yeah. In, in part ways. And that's why. So a lot of people have asked me that in the past. We haven't really addressed it. Um, and this is one of the reasons, this is the reason why. So there you go. Harris started yeah. out. It's hot on this. Yeah, I, I was. And with the previous owners, I was really, really close. Um, the DeLucas, uh, great, great people. Um, uh, used to hang out with the dad and all the brothers and all those guys at the trade shows. We'd go to uh, at the Olympia, the Arnold, all of them. And um, but they went through several owners. And um, I believe they just got purchased again for the third or fourth time in the last seven or eight years. And um, but at the end of the day, the, the owners at the time, I think, uh, made a bad decision because there was a lot of people. Like I said, a lot of a lot of other athletes were calling me up. They were pissed as well that they mm-hmm. said, "Hey, this was bodybuilding.com didn't have a paid platform. It was it was all under the intention right. that we were doing this to help promote our brands that we were all with, mm-hmm. not." Because you were going to just take it and say, hey, look, we're going to go ahead and make money off of it and right. and pocket 100% of it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's <laughs> basically what ended up happening. So and that's and that's the truth. So that's why I decided to pull Evagen out of the out of the bodybuilding.com. All right. All right. Next one here uh, from Callie Kennels 619. How do people hire you for training? How do people I get this all the time, right? People mm-hmm. always ask, how do I get with you? I want to work with you for a show or I want to do an off season with you. And to this point, because I've been working so much on Evagen, as you know, we, I've been coming out with product after product all year. Last year, I was working on R and D to come out with all of these products that you're seeing right now. You know, I came mm-hmm. out with Evo boost, the test booster. I came out with, um, just new flavors of pre-workout, the new isoject flavors, all of the new the different things. I've got a new nootropic that's going to be hitting by the time this podcast, it's, it's going to be yep. for back to school. It's a, it's a focus product that I actually use on the daily to help me get through my day to help minimize my ADD. So, um, because I really love nootropics and, um, very low stim by the way, but all of those things that I've been doing has been taking up the bulk of my time. Now, when I do have extra time, I have been working on the back end of my site. And so that I am going to be bringing on uh, a couple people, um, to work with, uh, in an off season capacity, eventually possibly some contest prep, but it's going to be really small, little incremental things that I'm going to do. And I want to be able to do that just to be able to also, uh, start working with some amateurs again and, mm-hmm. and bring them up. So if they're interested, just go to my website, sign up. So the minute that that becomes available, an email will go out to say, Hey, I'm going to be bringing on a couple more people. Again, it's very limited because I am super busy, but go to honeyrambod.com, which is takes you to the fst-7.com 
and um, it's the same site. So if you guys see get, get redirected, it's because it's the same. It's a mirror site. Yeah. Um, so that you just put in your email address and you can turn around and be notified the minute that, you know, that training's available. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Uh, Coach, this one's from Coach Dixie. Is it okay to train the same body part three days <laughs> in a week? Excuse me. Um, three days in a week. Same body part. three days in a week i'm trying to think when it's when it's okay um calves abs yeah small body parts right small small body parts yeah so yeah small body parts calves and abs mostly um i would make sure that we can focus on uh not doing any obviously the large body parts especially right. legs and back you got to make sure that maximum if your recovery is all 100 percent on point it's it's making making sure that you focus on twice a week on those body parts um, and sometimes even once a week, just depending on how good your recovery is. And when, you know, we always talk about recovery on this show. I talk about making sure you're getting enough sleep, making sure you're eating every two to three hours, you're getting some mm -hmm. kind of protein in your body, making sure you're taking the supplements in between meals to help maximize your recovery. All of those things put together is going to really help make sure that you're going to be able to get back in the gym sooner so that you can break down and then build back up again post-workout. Okay. Perfect. This next one, number four, from Siju0777. What is the secret to death face? This is my favorite one, actually. <laughs> the death face. <laughs> the secret to death face. So death face, we call death face diet face. They call mm -hmm. it skeletor, you mm -hmm. know. Um, we call it just the proverbial, you know, I, I, I don't know. I can't remember. I think they used to call it. When Jay got ready in 09, I think I think it was diet face. Um, yeah. So those those are the, the the different phrases they use for the sucked in look, right? Mm -hmm. The one that you and I do not have quite yet, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But um, yep. but it's one of those things where it's really number one, it's your diet, uh -huh. and then number two, some people just don't get it. You know, mm -hmm. when I used to train Melvin Anthony way back in the day, I mean, he would just always have some cheeks, you know, and mm -hmm. he would always have the little puffy cheeks. Even the day of the show, he'd always, <laughs> now he would never get really sucked in. And right. even when he was really, really tight and really hard at the end of the day, it wasn't something that it was just, it was not happening on him. Then you guys got like guys like Phil right. and, um, and you can't tell on hottie cause he's got the proverbial beard going on. So yep. he's got like, you know, he's got the chia face. And <laughs> I think that it's what's, what's, uh, What's funny is that in 2009, when we got Jay ready and he, everyone's at the press conference, they're like, oh, he's got death face. Mm -hmm. He's going to look good. You know, <laughs> that's how you know. <laughs> and some guys, they, they look really good when they have death face means that they're in shape. And then other yep. guys, they just, they've over dieted at that point. <laughs> and so, but the key is to, obviously, when you get leaner, you're going to start losing body fat in your face as well. And then obviously, when you start pulling water, you're going to get some dehydration going on. And that's not just your body. It also happens in your face. Right. Um, same thing happens with women, um, as, especially as they get older, because when you start getting older, you start losing some some of that elasticity and the collagen and all that. And, and men too, but but in general, just as you age, that tends to happen a little bit more often than when you're younger. But uh, in all in all, it's diet related and hydration related. There we go. Secret. I'll give you another guy. Actually, out. before ah. I forget, somebody who didn't get a lot of diet face was Kuklo. 
Kuklo was not a guy that would tend to get super sucked in. He would just kind of be more chiseled, but he right. wasn't super drawn. With Phil, you'd see creases on his on his head, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you'd see all of those rivets. You know, those those you know, it would look like the Grand Canyon. Yep. You know, <laughs> say grainy, bro, grainy. Uh, this next one's from Mira B. Dula eight zero nine. Um, I'm assuming this is he's referring to career. Sir, bodybuilding or army? <laughs> Mira. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe we should ask which army. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, if you're talking about the United States of America, yeah, absolutely, brother. Like, uh, yep. we appreciate anybody who's currently in the service or actually has been in the service um, because of this flag behind us is, allows us to do all the things we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a very admirable thing. Somebody stepping up and, and going into the military, but I do think it's one of those life decisions that you have to make to say, Hey, look, you know, um, people that are kind of lost in their way, people like, I, I know I have a lot of friends who just, uh, might just didn't know what they were doing and they right. wanted to go and do it because they just, and it helped them become disciplined. Mm-hmm. And it really helped them. I have friends who have children who went into the armed forces and it really helped them. They went on, did a three or four year uh, stint and then they came back and it just really helped them a lot with being able to be more disciplined throughout the rest of their life. Um, right. But ultimately it's up to you if that's what you want to do. And then also for the guys that decide to go in and sometimes, you know, I, I get messages from guys in Kuwait. I would get messages and guys in different different bases all around the world. And what happens is they got time to train. So right. they would read the Muscular Development Magazine. They would shoot emails over. They would be like, hey, I love that last article, the Procreator. Um, so those guys, man, they're... They're, they've got some downtime sometimes and they're just killing it, you know, so they're huge bodybuilding fans. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and that's guys that are early twenties, uh, you know, late teens all the way up into their thirties and forties. So again, I think that it's a great career being in the armed forces and sometimes it's, it's a literally a lifetime career. I have other friends that, uh, I gotta, I gotta tell you stories about a guy named Glenn Cedarholm. <laughs> And, um, we'll go into one of some of our story (laughs) sessions before, and he ended up, he ended up, uh, being in there for, I think 20, 25 years, but, uh, in high school, the guy ended up beating up five guys at the local taco Bravo. And he became kind of a bit of a legend because he was training in martial arts and he put, put three guys in the hospital, (laughs) but, um, that's a different story. A lot of people (laughs) that know, know me close and they ended up meeting him and they're like, Oh my God, is he that crazy? (laughs) He looks like a normal guy. And then they're like, and then they get to meet him and they're like, Oh yeah, that's crazy Glenn. But, um, (laughs) you know, it's one of those things where, uh, again, it's, it's, it's all personal preference, but at the end of the day, there are some people who've made some really killer, uh, careers out of being in the armed forces and we couldn't do it without you. We wouldn't have what we have. So again, uh, shout out to everybody out there that has either served or is currently serving and, um, and let us know, put in the comments below, you know, we'd like to see you guys, um, because, um, there are, there are, you guys go very, very appreciated. I mean, you can do both, right? I mean, you have someone Absolutely. like Cedric McMillan, who's a f- professional bodybuilding open class. And he's and still, still active duty. Mm-hmm. He's still mm-hmm. active duty. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's active duty and he's got to be <laughs> at least 15 years in, I believe. Yeah. So, so he's probably trying to get to this 20. So, yeah, yeah Cedric is no joke. And he's going to mm-hmm. get ready to try to go and qualify for the Olympia. So he's yeah. going to be doing the Arnold Classic. He wins that. He's going to go to the O. Yeah. And he's already so been on the It can be O's. done. Yeah. Absolutely. It can be done. It can be done. It's difficult, but mm-hmm. it can be done, even at the highest level. Mm-hmm. 
Um, next one here is from Abden89. When can uh-huh. we expect Evigen in Algeria? Oh, Evigen Algeria is actually happening. It's already been shipped. It's on its way. So any day now. Any day now, Evigen Algeria, as well as Libya. So uh, all of North Africa, we launched Morocco last year. It was about a year, year and a half ago, Morocco. Um, and now it's going to be in both Algeria and Libya. So that's the right takeover. around the corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely, we call it um, MENA, right? The It's um, it's the Middle East, North Africa. There so all of that whole region has been evigenized. So it's definitely one of those things. I can't wait to get out there, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. they're such, they're hardcore fans, bro. Like Egypt, <laughs> you know, you got Big Rami who who yep. really, really put that, I mean, he's like the fourth pyramid out there, that big, <laughs> big Rami. And you, you got those guys, the Egyptian bodybuilding fans are just hardcore. They're, they're amazing. And I'd love to go out there. That's one of the main favorite places to go, but also uh, Algeria, Libya, all of those places the, these guys are such hardcore fanatic, you know, cause you, everyone knows about Kuwait, right? Cause mm-hmm. you have, you oxygen. have the oxygen gym, you have oxygen gym, you have all those guys and you have Binos's gym in Dubai. And, but what's, what people don't realize about why bodybuilding is so big in the middle East. It's because number one, it's hot as shit. Okay. There's, you know, you can't, go outside yeah. and all these gyms are all air conditioned because it gets to 120 125 degree heat and 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 the desert out there then also these countries are are dry countries they're muslim countries where alcohol is prohibited yeah. um and what ends up happening is that these people uh that are they're training they want to go somewhere where they can focus on being able to be away from the heat mm-hmm. they can also focus on making sure to get the body to look and feel a certain way. And everybody who's listening to this podcast knows bodybuilding and weight training and exercise is natural Prozac. Okay. It's an antidepressant and it's a damn good one. And for these people that don't have a lot of time to go out and spend time, you know, to, you know, like, like the weather's so great here in California and whatnot, they don't have that luxury. You know, they don't go out and be like, hey, man, I'm going to go out into the desert and go mountain biking, you know, (laughs) you know, and and do all that in 125 degree heat. So what they do is they end up going to the gym and you don't have to be super affluent. You don't have to, uh, you know, have tons of riches and you don't have to have crazy equipment and uh, whether it's mountain biking or, or desert going in the desert with the, with the, um, with the four by fours and doing all those things. This costs a lot of money going into the gym environment and being able to take a lot of that control and being able to get those gains back by being able to train and actually having control over that is very empowering. And that's why so many people throughout the world love bodybuilding so much because at the end of the day, they have that full control and they have that mastery over their own physique by just how often they train and what they put into their body. And they don't have to go out there and have a million dollars to be able to see the results of their hard work. There's some crazy athletes out of the Middle East, for sure. Especially they're on the up and up with the, the bodybuilding takeover. That bodybuilding is a holy grail over there. So yeah, absolutely. Some it is. Top talent up there. Yeah. It is. So that's my long-winded way of saying that I'd love to make it out there once things chill out around the world. Uh, with the situation with this pandemic, but I would love to be able to get back out there because whenever I'm in Dubai, the people just are amazing and they just love bodybuilding. So hopefully um, be able to make it out to Algeria at some point too. Absolutely. Next one here is from Shaha 3643. I am a beginner. Can I use FST7? This is one we hear a lot, right? 
Kind of yeah, we hear a lot. I don't know how often we we actually talked about it, but yeah, FSD seven is designed for any type of you know. People go, oh, you know, can you do it if you're natural, or can you do it if you're a beginner? It, any person who wants to improve their physique can use FSD seven training. Mm -hmm. Okay, it, the, the principles around FSD seven training are about making sure that you're increasing the intensity of your workouts and also increasing the amount of volume. So between the two of those, you're going to see significant improvements. In body parts, most people that athletes that use it, we use it for the weaker body parts. Andre, a lot of back, um, upper chest. I do a lot of sevens with that with him. Um, Jay would coin the term super sevens. We'd always say, hey, bro, it's time for super sevens. And, uh, and when I originally designed the program, it was so that I can create intensity through distance because all of my athletes were at least an hour, hour and a half away, if not further on a plane. So I needed to make sure that they increased intensity. So when I wrote seven sets, 30 seconds of rest, now all of a sudden that intensity, it, there's a set point there mm -hmm. that increases their ability to push harder because now they have to hit that goal. Right. Uh, and now you're pushing past that. And then you add in partials or you're doing FSD seven supersets where you're doing like a fly to a push up or from one machine to another. Mm -hmm. Um, and so all of that combined is what really helps these body parts grow. And normally beginners will do it with one, maybe two body parts a week. And then guys that are a little bit more intermediate and advanced will do it more often because right. it does beat you up. So you got to make sure you're, you're on top of your recovery as well. There we go. Um, next one here from Jack underscore white one. If you have a high metabolism, should I do high carb every day on a bulk? So he has a high metabolism. Should he do high carb every day on a bulk? So Jack, yes, <laughs> you do know Jack. <laughs> you should, you should, you should definitely be doing it. Now, can you, do you have to be careful of your body fat? Um, when I hear high metabolism, it usually means guys that are faster metabolism and then right. leaner. You know, now that's not always the case, but that's what comes to mind when I say, when somebody says to me, you know, I have a high metabolism, it means right. they're, they're, they tend to be, um, on the thinner side. So what you want to really do is you want to make sure that you're on top of your calories, but that's not just carbohydrates. The key is also making sure you balance out your fats. And that means I'm, I'm very, very big on avocado and also putting in just all kinds of vegetables, um, vegetable fats like, um, just nuts. I love putting in almond butter and different types of all also olive oil in the programs. Um, omega eggs is another, uh, fat that we use quite often. So at the end of the day, it's not just sitting there hammering carbs, 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 right. it's the balancing of of all the macros, the carbs, the proteins, and even sugars, especially when you have a high metabolism, you also want to increase the sugars. And I tend to lean towards, um, fructose and doing a lot of fruit for those guys as well. So they can be, I'd be mixing some of their protein with pineapples because of the digestive, natural digestive enzymes, as well as just adding in apples and berries and anti, you know, antioxidant rich foods throughout the day. Cool. Expect you to get super jacked, Jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah let us know how that works out for you <laughs> uh last one here is from manos underscore d l s how to get lean without looking flat this is Ooh, that's one. yeah this is a good one this is a good one because sometimes i see you you kind of get flat on certain days and you know i see you walking around and be like what's going on like, man i'm low carb bro <laughs> hey david would be like he's got a little flat um yep. it, 
and <clears throat> and and the key is to make sure that the flat thing is a is its own thing we could literally have an episode on that and we should probably do that so write that down because we're going to do it but i will give you a little takeaway on this okay when you're flat you have to make sure that you don't flatten out for too long because if you flatten out for too long, what you're going to end up doing is you're going to end up losing volume that you're not going to be able to get back right away. It's going to take a calorie surplus of some larger magnitude that IE after a show because mm-hmm. you've dieted off muscle. So a day or two of being flat is okay. But at the end of the day, you do not want to go a full week or two weeks of being flat because you that chest pump that you feel is about to come on that doesn't come on ends up not coming on until after pizza and donuts and burgers and then maybe like three days after the show. So you really need to make sure you mind your flat because, and that's why even when I'm low carbs, I add in all of the supplements that I've used with the nitrate oxides and all mm-hmm. of those things like EVP3D, EVP Extreme, I combine them depending on the um, stimulant tolerance for the athlete. And then I add in the AQ with the glycerol. Well, what are these all things for? You think I just randomly came up with them? No, I came up with them because I can be able to run my athletes at a lower carbohydrate point and get them leaner while keeping them full. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to balance that out. So all of you guys that use this advice, I expect a GoFundMe. You guys can go ahead and give me a little tip jar somewhere. And uh, so, <laughs> so that is the key is to try to actually do the best you can without flattening out your athletes or yourself too long. But you, at the same time, you can't stay full all the time because if you do, you're going to be burning off all the glycogen that's constantly in your system and you're not going to be able to get into those deeper body fat stores. There you go. As always. Great yeah, man. Q&A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ton there of takeaways there. Yeah. Yeah, we got some takeaways there. Mm-hmm. So guys, again, please do me a favor. Share, like, subscribe. Do all the things you're supposed to do on um, on, <laughs> on, YouTube. on YouTube. And then if you're listening to this on the, you know, whether it's the Apple platform or using uh, Spotify, just do whatever you can. If you uh, can go ahead and share this, I'd appreciate it. Um, because at the end of the day, the more people that chime in, it gives us that energy to be able to continue to keep doing that because we see that you guys really want this show to continue and to grow. So, you know, go ahead and on your platform of your choice, go ahead and share it. Tag me. I I repost you guys all the time. And, uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you as always. So Hani Rambod, my co-host Dave, and that's the truth.